This is Josh Heiser here with Names Prophet, and tonight we are joined by I'm Nick MacGyver, and I'm Joe Heiser. <laughs> and Our, uh, beloved Fifth Wheel could not make it tonight. Rest in <laughs> peace, Bill. We'll miss you. So yeah, so maybe Gremlins will not be picked, but Gremlins, <laughs> dude. Is that I one? can almost. Go ahead. No, go ahead, dude. Go ahead. I was going to say, I can almost guarantee you that would have been on his list because there's a gremlin on their Christmas tree every year. That's like their tree topper. Star Wars Christmas special, maybe, as well. See, I was, I was, I will go ahead and say it's not on mine. I was going to put it on mine, but then I thought, no, it's got to be good Christmas movies. Christmas special is not good. This yeah. was not said ahead of time because that's going to eliminate my theme of Christmas movies starring wrestlers, <laughs> such as <laughs> Bounty with The Miz, Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg, and Jingle oh, All the Way my. too, also with The Miz. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also with The Miz. Oh man. So yeah, we didn't say our, our theme. It's that time of year when the world falls in love. Flag Day? We're, we're doing uh, 12 Days of Christmas movies. Yes. Um, We've got some big movie lovers on the panel. And so being the season, we thought it'd be kind of cool to do a Christmas thing. So uh, Nick kind of came up with the rules for this, right? Uh, sort of. Totally pulled them out of my ass. So it's not like I really thought about it much. Josh, I just talked over you like an asshole. I'm sorry. I'm so mad. I'm <laughs> signing off right now. No, um, yeah, I was just saying we hadn't really said what we we're doing. We we're talking about Christmas movies, but we, so that's what we're doing. We're, we've got this uh, system worked out with four of us where ties um, are a little more difficult. So we're counting down. We'll have three each. And the top four will try to come to a consensus of what we think the four best Christmas movies ever made are. So, I mean, I think yeah. we're we're really doing the Lord's work today. <laughs> so we have an order um, preset of myself, then Joseph, then Nicholas, St. Nick, if you will. There you go. And then, Saint Nick, uh, if you're nasty. And then Jimmy <laughs> Stewart over here. So we oh got. Uh, anybody got any thoughts before we jump right in? James, have you ever had someone actually call you Jim or Jimmy? Oh my gosh, yes, my whole life I've gotten Jim, Jimmy. Do you prefer Jim? Jimmy. <laughs> Jimothy. Jimothy. See, I can never call you Jimmy because then eventually I just have to start calling you Dad. <laughs> Your dad's name Jimmy. Yes. I didn't know that. So first you shit all over his favorite band, and then you forget his name. Well done, James. 
What's his favorite band? <laughs> it's not really his favorite band, but this is totally off topic. James was crapping on the band Chicago one time in college, and my dad was staying there and said, I actually like Chicago. And then so James completely changed his tune. <laughs> I think like that's like on a dime, like one of those tricks, right? Like, oh, yeah, you know, Chicago, they have a lot of great songs. They're really underrated. I like. <laughs> That's hard to fake because I mean I don't know I don't even know that I could name a Chicago song. Twenty five or sixty four? Come on, dude! What's the one from Crowdy Kid Two? Uh, Glory of Love. <laughs> I'll be the man who will fight for your honor. I'll be your hero. That's Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that's Chicago. I mean, I'm showing my age, obviously. You know. Hmm. You can't <laughs> say I'm showing my age if you're trying to make yourself sound lo- young, yeah, asshole. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> All I'll say is my dad loves Chicago, so. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, so one thing about, like, forming the list we were talking a little bit before we started recording is trying to make sure that the movies that you love get on the list, but also understanding that some of the all-timers will probably be picked. So you want to get your, um, you know, your dark horses in there. So so it's going to be 12 days. We're going to try and like how it works. Uh, Do we already say how this works? Essentially. Okay. Think, right. uh, okay, cool. All right. So... Josh, you get yeah. to the 12th day of Christmas. So I will go with a controversial pick to start us off. thought you said you weren't picking Die Hard. A very flawed movie, um, but one that I can't help but love, and it's love, actually. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why <laughs> is it a flawed movie? I mean, it's just generally not a good movie, but... That's a great movie! I love it, so... Um, well, was, I mean, the Rick Grimes character is pretty creepy. Um, well, okay, there is that. Yeah. Um, it, it's I mean, very, like, borderline, hey, no means no, but... Yeah. But, and I have not seen it in a long time, so I'm, I'm curious if I rewatched it, if I would still love it, but... Don't. I definitely I definitely think that my list is, is a lot of classics for the most part that will probably be picked, so I'm going to go with that one from number 12. That's definitely oh. one that I would not like have thought that I would like, and I honestly didn't watch it until Aaron and I were dating, so like it I I I would I was it's on my list as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah, on it's on my list of thirteen too. Um, I the first time I saw it, and like I, it is problematic in some parts. Like there's some sexism that I think um, you know that can be talked about. There are important discussions to be had about it. But the part that I always loved the most was the Bill Nye character. In the I movie. was totally gonna say Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah, pretty the great. Saw that movie was. Um, with it was somebody sitting at the time and Tommy. Hey Tommy, shout out to Tommy. 
And like we essentially had like no concept of it, just like, oh, this is a Christmas movie and we know a handful of these actors, so let's check it out, right? And now and, we know a shit ton of those actors. <laughs> and just the whole like I remember all three of us reacting to kids don't do drugs, become a pop star, and they'll just give you them for free. <laughs> and how, without knowing what's coming at all, just like all of us, just like laughing for like two minutes straight at that line. So one oh, one man. reason I did pick it, and it does get into the Die Hard thing. Uh, I always struggle with Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Um, but Love actually, like it literally is like, broken up into sections of weeks counting down to Christmas. There's all sorts of Christmas music. People are giving each other presents. You know, it's 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 very much a Christmas movie. So see I thought you were gonna say getting into the diehard thing by saying they both had Alan Rickman in their movies. Uh, yeah, the Christmas uh star oh. there. Exactly. <clears throat> and he is the villain of both movies, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's also important to note that love actually is all around. Spoiler, James. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joseph, what do you got for number 11? I'm also going to go with a dark horse, but it's actually much darker. Uh, And I don't know that anybody else would have it. Uh, It's Krampus. The relatively interesting movie with Adam Scott and Tony Collette. It's great. We've actually put it into our rotation. We watch it every year now, and it is hilarious. And you know, not it's it's like technically horror, but it's not really scary. It's just kind of uh, goofy and over the top, and it is awesome. Would it scare me, Joseph? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like not ghosts or demons or anything. It's just Krampus. He's badass. And I mean, Adam Scott's in it, so. I know, and that's why I want to see it. But... Yeah. I did not know he was in it, so now I kind of want to see it as well. Also... So is a boy who has had a bad Christmas accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. Spoilers. <laughs> it also has Todd Packer, so. Nice. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a whirl. I can't say yeah. for sure, but I'm, I feel like I remember Bill liking it, which would make sense, but yes, he's not here to defend himself, so. Yeah. I... I kind of trust your judgment, Joe. I might check this out this season. I get some time to watch it. It's a fun little watch, you know. Yeah, it's watch no... it with the girls. They, it'll be great. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. All righty. So let's see. I have number ten. So since it's already been disparaged, I'm going to go ahead and say number ten is Die Hard. Nothing to chance. Get them back. 
I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the first one. I'm just kidding. Well, the second one is Christmas too, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a shit movie. <laughs> oh man, coming out with a hot take. Yeah, I what? I I pretty much hate Die Hard too, and then all the Die Hards, all the Die Hards, yeah, yeah, ha ha ha, all the Die Hards after that are. Like fun watches, but I wouldn't really consider them. I mean, they're actually, I don't think they're centered around Christmas at all. Yeah, I don't think Maybe? Die Hard with I don't the know. is. I think it's just the first two. Yeah. You know, I actually liked uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Ugh. So, I mean, <laughs> it's not good, but it was it, fun. It, it knows what it is. So yeah. it's not trying to be like this highfalutin like Shakespearean action movie. And there we go. Shakespeare's brought up already. You're welcome, James. <laughs> but, I'm surprised by the drop of highfalutin. Exactly. But I I am actually I was one of those people that did not consider Die Hard a Christmas movie for a long, long time. And then I guess as I've gotten older, it's like the themes that resonate or the themes, the parts of the movie that resonate with me the most, other than like the explosions and the guns and the killing and the whatnot are the Christmas parts. It's like, okay, that, that kind of centers it to me. So it's, it's a kind of movie that I can pop in and it's just, it's a peaceful, warm, cozy blanket of a Christmas movie to me with guns and explosions. Nice. There's also a really fun uh, Netflix episode, The Movies That Made Us. Have you seen oh, that one? yes. That's that's a fun series. It really is, yeah. <sighs> I'll give that's it I'll friend. give it another try, Nick. It's been like probably fifteen years since I've seen it. So. Oh yeah. I mean if if you watch it without like and with the thought in your head that like I'm not gonna take this movie seriously, it's just a fun watch, then yeah. Cool. Plus, you get to see the black dude from Walker, Texas Ranger in it, and you get what? to see... Yeah. Poor dad. He plays a computer nerd. Hell yeah. Does he do any roundhouse kicks? No, he gets punched in the face and knocked out. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> cool. All right, James, yep, yep, what yep. do you got? Number nine. It's number nine, so number I'm going to go ahead with... My first two are going to be ones I'm pretty sure will not be picked by anybody else. So number nine, Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode, Santa Claus Cockers the Martians. Ooh. Which is best known in the MST3K community for the inclusion of the Patrick Swayze Christmas Carol. Which is amazing. It's written by uh, Craig, based on his favorite movie, Roadhouse. Uh, features uh, lines are like, I'll have to smash your kneecaps if you bastards touch my car. Together <laughs> <laughs> at the Roadhouse with our next of kin. Oh, man. 
I got the word Santa's been stealing from the till. I think that that right jolly old elf better make out his will. <laughs> it's great. It's great. The movie is hysterical. Um, can't recommend it enough if you can find it. Streaming somewhere. James, what, I was taking the note. What is it called? Santa Claus what? Conquers the Martians. The oh, movie itself has like become a cult movie since yep. they did it. And um, but yeah, just with them talking over it, it's so funny. It's such a oh, ridiculous. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. At least once a holiday, the line, Mr. Claus, you're developing an annoying habit of staying alive will run through my head. <laughs> well, I must say I have not seen that, so. <laughs> um, Nick, have you seen it? Uh, I have. Is it as good as uh, I'm saying? Yes, it is. I would say of of the... Mystery Science Theater, uh, well, I was going to say episodes, but movies that I have seen, it would probably be in the top five. I'd agree. I mean, Pod People obviously is number one with a bullet. And Mano's (laughs) Hands of Fate is in there as well, but that's, that's in the top five. Mitchell would be in there, I think. Mm hmm. Mitchell. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Enough of that. All right. Back to me. Yeah, this is really hard when you only get three picks. I'm like, right. there's no way that somebody won't pick, you know, X movie, but will they? Hmm. What if we have something in common? Like, we're also sure that somebody will pick our number one, but nobody actually does. Well, I know other people will pick my number one, but I want to be the one to pick it as number one, so it doesn't really matter. So I'm going to go with as... <laughs> What'd you say? So you're picking it as number eight. <laughs> you know what? I am going to pick a different one than the... Okay, another, another problematic Christmas movie <laughs> that I just cannot help but be obsessed with is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Blah. And I know it's not a, really a movie either. It's a TV special, but who gives a shit? I love it so much. It's like one of the ultimate nostalgia pieces for me. And I love, you know, the claymation or whatever. The, not claymation, you know what I'm saying? The stop, yeah, it's claymation. Stop, yeah. stop motion. It's just so fun. And the songs are amazing. Santa's awesome in it, even... Though he's a douchebag, I just love it. It's putting it kindly. <laughs> so, like, Ben just watched that day, like, before they went to bed. And that was, like, the first time I've watched it, like, actually watched it with my kids. Like, I know Finn watched it last year, and I probably was doing something else. But, I mean, that beard on Santa, I mean, come on. That's freaking... That's a thirst trap right there. Yeah, but but like at first, like when they were all kind of being like really mean to Rudolph, of course, I turned to Finn and I was like, hey, buddy, you know, they're not being very nice, blah, blah, blah. And then we were kind of talking about that and I got to thinking more and more. I was like, "Okay, I mean, I'm sure they didn't intend this. I was like, this kind of parallels like what racism is. 
And so I changed the topic right there. And then there's a, another problematic part in the movie where, or in the show where Rudolph's dad uh, tells Rudolph's mom and the, the girl of uh, reindeer that, that they, that he was going to go look for Rudolph. Cause that's man's work. Yeah. Like he literally says that's man's work. And I was like, Ooh, but then as soon as he was gone, or as soon as he left, they took off to go hunt as well. I was like, oh, feminism. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I don't yeah, know. It's, a, it's I, all over the place. Yeah, I, was, I, always I just kind of thought that there was – they didn't really intend it, but there's some, like, very countercultural themes in it. Yeah, I always took the um, – the thing that you said was racist, I always took that as, like – uh, homophobia is how it felt. Yeah, <laughs> or, like, I actually, I actually thought that about the elf that wanted to be a dentist. Yeah, him too. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, but I, know it's you have, I know that you and me have like a lot of the same hangups about Rudolph. Do you want to unpack those? Who did you say, James? You cut out there for a sec. Sorry, Joe. I know Joe oh. and me hate Rudolph for a lot of the same reasons. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I don't find it enjoyable to watch like them be shitty to him the whole time, and then <laughs> take advantage of him at the end, like with no real consequences whatsoever. I don't know. And like the ten minute rape scene is like way too much. <laughs> like, could have been like, like could have been like eight minutes. It's weird that they gave Stanley Kubrick the directorial <laughs> chair for that part. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joe. I I think I've said this on our podcast once, but when the toy shop manager is yelling at Hermie, I know they don't say cuss words, but that's like all I hear in my head is essentially him going like, "Hermie, you fucking freak." <laughs> Because you're a loser who will amount to nothing. But like he's the bad guy. I mean, I don't. Santa goes, "What a pity! He's got a red nose. (laughs) He can do fuck all for the rest of his life." He uses the uh, uh, the F A. G word, the N word, you know, Sandy uses all those words. All of that. It's funny too, because like Joe, you mentioned at the end when like they just kind of take advantage of him. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I think any of you, and I think me, like, if somebody treated us like that, and then they asked us to do the right thing. If they did it directly to us, and then they asked us. I think we'd all kind of try to do the right thing, but. If they did it to one of us, and then the other one of us was there, it would be like, okay, Santa. It like, whereas like Joe or Josh or Nick would be like, all right, yeah, I'll help out. The, this needs to get done. And I'd be like, no, Santa, how about you fuck off? How about <laughs> you should have thought about this before you jumped on somebody for having the fucking red nip. Sorry, I'm cussing off. Can let all those kids not get presents just to prove a point? I think. (laughs) I think I'd really let Santa have it really hard (laughs) before. Yeah. And then I'd insist on going so I could like crap talk Santa all Christmas night, and that would be very experience. 
Well, Santa rules, and you guys are wrong. So. Oh yeah, he's great. <laughs> but in Rudolph, he's awful. In that show. <laughs> Bad pick. Bad pick. Boo. <laughs> All right, you're up, Joseph. Let's see what you got. See what well. I think I'm thinking of this a little bit differently than I'm basically thinking of it as my top three because I'm worried that my uh yeah so I'm gonna go with the Christmas story Ooh, uh, that's coming in at what number seven wow the seventh day of Christmas this movie means so much to me. It's so sweet and like simple and full of goodness. And I love the dad, and it just makes me smile every single year. What's your favorite one? I mean, I love at the end when he actually gets the gun, it always makes me tear up. So, dad did it by himself, and the mom had no idea. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, did you get everything you wanted? Mm, almost. <laughs> almost, huh? Well, that's, that's, that's life. Well, there's always next Christmas. Yeah. Hey, that's funny. What's that over there behind the desk? Where? Oh, behind the desk, against the wall over there. Why don't you go check it out? Santa Claus Can we sidebar based on what you just said? Yeah. All right, guys. Every person, what is the single best, or maybe the two best, if you can't decide, Christmas present that you ever got? <laughs> I thought we were going with lines from the movie because I got those. I don't. No, remember. he meant legitimate Maybe. sidebar. <laughs> you used all the glue on purpose. Um. <laughs> Hmm. Best Christmas present ever. I mean, I think for me, it's the original PlayStation. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was our Joseph and I's Aunt Connie, my aunt that would spoil us. She didn't have kids and always took us on ridiculous fun things. And one year we had. Christmas was, you know, Christmas morning was over and all that stuff when we went to our aunt's house for Christmas, you know, with the family. She got us a PlayStation and it was like, holy crap, we are, we are the shit now, you know? Oh, man. We got so much <laughs> pussy that year. All right. <laughs> it just meant that the family had a lot of cats, okay? Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, that literally, like, we've been PlayStation nerds ever since. It's all our Aunt Connie's fault. See, that's a great one. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Thanks for bringing it up, James. <laughs> uh, we love you vicariously, Aunt Connie. Thanks for being good to your friends. What about you guys? I would say mine was a uh, a 1950s Coca-Cola cooler. Because, I mean, I just, I love old shit. And my parents, when you're, normally, like, my mom will either go, like, or would, when we bought presents for each other, would, like, buy something that was on my, my Amazon list or whatever, or she'd go off book and usually <laughs> would kind of flame out with going off book. But one year, she just hit the nail on the head. She saw this thing at an antique shop and, like, thought that I would like it, and I was floored. I would because I'd wanted one for so long, and that was back in the day where like the the retail price on that was way out of my league. I mean, it's just awesome, but yeah. and I still have it. That's amazing, dude. Can you uh, do you have a picture of it by any chance? You can text to us. Uh, no, but I could walk over in the library and take a picture of it. There you go. All right. I will do that later, but yep. Yeah, we, there was some discussion earlier that there may be some people who are under the influence of the podcast tonight. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm only on drink number two. That's why Bill's not here. He had too much to drink. No, he went back into rehab. Oh, <laughs> I tried to make him go to rehab. He, he said, said, no, no, no. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me, when I was 17, um, and I didn't get it till I was 18, but no, no, I was 18, didn't get it till I was 19. But in September, my mom bought me, uh, this is when VHSs were still the predominant way to watch movies, a box set of the WrestleMania movies, 1 through 14. And um, just the fact that she bought it like four months in advance, she held off till Christmas. It, I didn't even know it existed, you know, so it was just like a total mind-blown thing. Um, and all, like, in you know, obviously I was like, the cool thing too is like, they were the unedited like, original versions. So, if you're really dorky, you might know that they have to change some theme music due to copyright laws and things like that. I think they just thought they could get away with it. So they just left all the original music in there, and it was great. And the other one is when you're um, – I always bring this up. My This is like 1988. I was eight years old. My – or I guess it was nine, but my dad um, – I love the movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It was my favorite movie. You couldn't really buy movies back then because they were like 70 bucks each, right? So he had, uh, he was a teacher. He had a coworker that had, knew how to copy movies on DCRs. So he rented the movie 
and had his uh, co-worker copy it at school one day. And then my sister got me the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure record and I uh, got those on the same Christmas. And so nine-year-old me, that was like the coolest thing. Like that couldn't have been any better. So those are my two. Those, awesome. those two. Yeah. Right on. Anyway. Oh, Nick, I love it. He sent us the picture. <laughs> Old school. It's almost like a cooler, right? It is a cooler. So, okay. Nick, you said I could have that? No. Yeah, that's freaking <laughs> awesome. Metal, Coca-Cola. Jeez, that's yeah. great. It's full of all my old video games right now because I don't know when they will ever get played. Yeah. All right. Who's up? Nicholas, you're up. Oh, yeah, it is me. It is I. Um, Let's see. So this is number six. Correct. Okay. Man. So I've got my I've got my movies that would be predictable top fours. But then I've also got one that I don't think anybody I'll go with that one this time. So my my number six is Muppet Christmas Carol. Nice. That is could be very close to being my favorite Christmas movie. Like I I will make efforts to watch that every year. Um there are other ones that are like traditional favorites that like they're either on TV all the time or they're just like it doesn't feel like Christmas without watching them. But Muppet Christmas Carol is a a personal Christmas traditional favorite for me. Cause First off, it's the best version of a Christmas Carol ever made. I I don't care, like fight me. I don't care. It's, it, I mean, it's got the Muppets in it. What can you not like about that? And like Gonzo as the narrator with Rizzo the rat as his sidekick. That like they're breaking the fourth wall, and uh, it's just I I love that. I love it. I love it. It's it's wonderful. And uh, shoot, I'm forgetting his. Why am I forgetting his name? The dude that plays Scrooge. Um, Jim Carrey. No, no, come on. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Thank you. Um, he's brilliant as Scrooge. He does an amazing job. And even even though it's like silly and it's like a musical, it's like he's he's like actually taking his acting seriously. And is not just like phoning it in. He's actually looks like he's having a good time and really acting. So that's kind of cool. And the whole part with like him and the like the character that played his like girlfriend when he's younger. That's that's heartbreaking. So it's I think they did a great job with it. Yeah, Justin's a big fan of that. I'm. I feel like I I don't know that I've really seen like sat down and watched it. I've seen it like you know a million times just like on, but I was never never a huge into the Muppets, but probably because I'm so young, you know. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. For me, it was like 
Justin Bieber and stuff when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, you know, the Biebs has a great Christmas special, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. <laughs> All right. Um, well, my next movie, um, Josh might also be too young for this one. It was only made in 2019. <laughs> um it is this underappreciated Netflix original movie. It's called Klaus. Oh yeah, it, that's on my list. Heck yeah. Yeah, it is um got an 8.2 rating on IMDb. It's got a 94% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got Nora McDonald, uh JK Simmons, uh Sergio Pablos. Joan Cusack, Rashida Jones, the cast is amazing. Will Sasso's in it. And um, it's really funny and it's really heartwarming. And it um kind of like Joe with um Christmas story, it makes me tear up at parts, especially the ending, um, where he just kind of sits down with the cookies and the milk, and oh my gosh, I the last line of the movie is just beautiful um i love klaus loved it the first time i saw it me and zoe watch it a few times every year now stuff likes it it's i can't i rave about that movie and if you haven't seen it you should go watch it it's fantastic nice i've been meaning to watch it for a while never even heard of it it's pretty great there's also a comic book written by grant morrison called klaus that is unrelated but also amazing, so you should check that out, too. Well, alrighty, then. Like a badass Santa Claus. Ooh. Ooh like yeah. Die Hard? Kind of like Die Hard, but, like, good. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I thought that movie was Die Tough. It was a little before my time. <laughs> ah, gosh. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. Remember when Alan Rickman said that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> No, that was Sinbad. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was Alan Rickman, because like, he was like, I'm getting too old for this shit. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> and then like, Gandalf like, um, turned into the dragon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. He and Rhea freed all of the, um, the Middle-Earthian. Uh, it's, it's a weird movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, that's what we think of Jingle All the Way. So, (laughs) all right, we're in our top four already. Alrighty, final picks. So, I have two of the movies that haven't been picked yet. Two of my top four. Same. I'm. I'm hoping that you guys bail me out on the on the other one, or else I'll regret Rudolph. But I can't (laughs) not pick Home Alone as my number one. Are you here all by yourself? Ma'am, I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Where's your mom? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and your sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Uh, I can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. Home Alone was in my top four. It's the best ever. I love it so much. Um, so, if I remember right, you said you always liked Home Alone 2 more because it has Donald Trump doing the cameo, um, right? Oh, God. Yeah. 
out <laughs> of here with that, James. I don't even let the kids watch Home Alone. Well, I let them watch it, but I don't watch it with them because it's. Dude, that movie eats ass. We watched <laughs> it this year, and like not in a good way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, uh, never mind. Nope. I'll send you some videos. Nope. nope, nope. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> From Home Alone too. Yeah. <laughs> The only part I like about it is there's Pizza Hut product placement, but outside of that. Speaking of Coke, we noticed this year that Pepsi is what Fuller drinks in Home Alone, but he no, drinks shit. Coke. Come on, come on. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I think I like Home Alone do better than Home Alone. James, you're such on, a man. trumper. I really honestly do, but Home Alone 2 has Let's go, Brandon. And I'm usually pro. Oh, with Tim Curry, I might like better than the thing without Tim Curry. I mean, I can see that. Tim as Curry as, is good in it. I thought you yeah. were saying that about Rob Schneider, which is weird, but he's also in it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the original one. I think it's really bonkers when people pretend that that's like in the same. Vane is die hard when they try to make that argument that it's not a Christmas movie. Um, I mean, it's it's the ultimate Christmas movie, so it's wrong. not. I mean, I, I will admit that you could totally have die hard without Christmas. You could not have Home Alone without Christmas. Yeah. You take Christmas out of the movie and it's not the same movie. I don't know. Have you seen Home Alone three? Am I right, gentlemen? <sighs> I'm sure I saw it once and I wiped it from my memory. There's a new one out. My ass. Yeah. Yeah. Home and alone, sweet home. It's uh, got Ellie Kemper in it. <sighs> yeah. Look at the Rotten Tomatoes for that. It's rough. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe it'll What's be it? fun. And then it's like, Ellie Kemper what? and Rob Delaney? Yeah. 3.5 IMDb, 35% Metacritic. Looking at Letterbox, don't worry. <laughs> you talking about the new one, the Home Alone? Yeah, what is home, it? Home Sweet Home Alone. It has to be the worst thing she ever did because she's great. <laughs> well, that show she did was one point five on Letterbox, which is atrocious. Whoa, whoa, wait! Are you talking about Kimmy Schmidt or The yeah, Office? I am, because I will fight you on either no. one of those. Oh, Benny Hanna Christmas should be in our top 12. Since you brought that up, if we were going to do like our top 12 each, I did save a spot where, where I had like the 15 best sitcom Christmas episodes. And that oh my was... gosh. And they're all the office. Yeah, Benny Hanna Christmas. Oh my gosh. The dual Christmas parties, the Benny Hanna gag. That is one of the best Christmas episodes of all time of a sitcom, I'd say. Oh, totally. I also love the one where they're, it's the white elephant. I think that's like the second seat. Like it's pretty early on, but. All right. So first one in the Pantheon is Home Alone. Right. But that does not necessarily mean that it's number four. It could yeah, wind Josh. up three, two, or one. All right. So Joe, what is your submission? Mine is That's a Wonderful Life. It's the greatest movie ever. There you go. Also in my top four. Talk about not being a Christmas movie. Shut up. 
All right, Joseph, mm. you want to expound at all? I mean, it's kind of similar to Christmas Story. Like, it's just extremely, I don't know, nostalgic, I guess is the right word. Like, we didn't watch it growing up, but I remember when Ashley and I were dating, she wanted to show it to me. And her parents, like, something to do with, like, TiVo. Like, she <laughs> she had TiVo'd it, and we, like, sat down to watch it. And then, like, her mom had, like, fucked it up because... She's not technologically inclined, so like the last twenty minutes were not there. Oh no! And Ashley like started crying, <laughs> and then we found it on YouTube, and it was so I have like a very specific memory of us. Like I kind of know how this ends. It's so good. I love Jimmy Stewart. I love every single line of it. I love, I love it. I mean, honestly. Ashley crying pretty much was going to happen one way or the other, whether you saw the end of the movie or not. Yeah. I can't watch It's a Wonderful Life without crying, so. Yeah. Even oh, when so it came, good. like, critics hated it. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, panned for, like, I don't know, 50 years or something crazy. And I then think they... it was until they showed it in Home Alone, remember when they're in France? And then people were like, oh, oh yeah, movie out again. It has yeah, to do with. Home, I think it has to saved do. It. <laughs> I think it has to do with the fact that it was like really cheap, so they just put it on syndication, mm. and then people started seeing it every year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. We should all, in the spirit of Christmas, watch each other's Christmas movies that we aren't necessarily fans of. So Josh, you watch that. I like It's a Wonderful Life. I just it's I just think it's it sounds mean, but I just it's really slow. Like it's hard to like just sit down and watch. Like it's You want like an action movie like Die Hard. There you go. You love the tree of life. Yeah, I actually saying that it's slow is usually like a selling point for me, but not for Christmas I don't know, for like Christmas movies, I don't really think about it the same way so i mean i just literally can't stay awake for that movie it's i think it's good and it's jimmy stewart rules but it's just kind of slow i want to i mean one the first thing i think of when there's a movie about a guy that's trying to kill himself is how fast the movie's going so <laughs> yeah exactly all right nick okay here's where you pick the family stone Never even seen it. Oh, it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> hmm. So, I have a classic classic or a modern day classic. Take the modern one. It has to be. Well, when I say modern day, it's still from like when I was a kid. So, oh, never mind. Yeah. Are you trying to say I'm old? Shut your filthy face. Damn it. Um, <laughs> ooh, but I do have a modern day classic as well, which I would think maybe James will pick. I'm not sure. One of you two better. Of my final four, two are left. I don't think I'm going to pick anything that you have in mind. Shoo. All right. Um, I'm, yep. I'm going to have to go with modern day classic. I'm going with Elf. Yes. 
Thank God. Thanks. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so I I did not see Elf when it came. Out. I I came to the game late on that one for some reason, and like. I mean, Will Ferrell is hilarious, but he's so, like, innocent and genuine in this movie. And, like, his wide-eyed, like, observation of the world. And that was my first exposure to Zoe Deschanel, so I didn't realize that she wasn't blonde until, like, I saw a new girl. And so... bummer, right? Eh, you know, whatever. But it, it kind of sucks that that like "Baby It's Cold Outside" song is like so problematic now because that rendition in that movie was also my first like experience with that song, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this song's beautiful," because you know I don't listen to words. Call back to other podcasts. Yeah. But yeah, it's I mean it's 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 such a funny movie, but it's also like heartfelt and like at the end, like when everybody starts singing Christmas carols and like everybody starts believing in Santa again, it sounds cheesy and corny, but it like chokes me up a little bit as well. And yeah, it's just when he like tackles the Christmas tree in their apartment to like put the decorations on, it's awesome and hilarious. Okay, yeah. So that 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 is in my top four. That was on my list. Elf is great. I'm with you, buddy. I I feel kind of bad that like the other two, they I keep saying top four. I had a top five, but the other two probably aren't going to make it and like it's a crime, but you know, that's, that's how these things go. That's life. <laughs> All right, Jane, round us okay. out. Okay. Some heartbreaking cuts here. I am going to go with the movie that my wife and I love to watch every Christmas together. We love it. First time I saw it, I saw it at like exactly the right moment in my life where I kind of like, um, in the spirit of movies made around the time of It's a Wonderful Life, it's just a nice movie with nice people and nice things happening to them, and everybody's super likable. We love it, and it's really funny in parts, too. Um, I'm picking The Holiday, and you can suck Oh, so close. (laughs) What were you thinking? you were going to go with White Christmas. Um, I was thinking you were talking about, too. Dude, White Christmas is dog shit. Have you seen what? that? <laughs> you said it was made in the... I thought you were saying it was made in the same time as... Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, so that's why I was confused. But It's not made at the same time, but it reminds me of movies. Oh, like okay. that. So... Oh, I'm thinking of something completely different then. Yeah, so The Holiday, that's the... Is that the one with... It's got uh, Jack, it's Jack, Jack Black. Jack, Jack Black, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, James, I knew that you would pick that um, on the list tonight, and I was really hoping to rewatch it before then because I've only seen it one time and I liked it, but it's been I get whenever it came out, so it's been a long time, so I, I don't remember much about it. I'll say like we we both loved it so much that like just now I looked it up on the internet and 
the reviews are like it's like 6.9 on imdb it's 49 percent on rotten tomatoes 52 on metacritic Hold and on, was, let me look it up on letterbox james plus it's about hollywood and like one of the side parts and if there's one thing that the oscar panel loves it's movies about you know stuff everybody can relate to being an old white man or hollywood <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen it or at least seen part of it because I, I distinctly remember thinking it's like Jack Black is not playing a Jack Black type character. Yeah, it's just like this charming, likable guy. There's a couple of Jack Black, you know, moments like shades of Jack Black, I guess I should say. So one that I I am surprised in. You know, I'm, obviously we're going to rank these two, but I'm surprised that none of us mentioned it, that it definitely didn't even make it in the top four was Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Like that was, that was teetering for me uh, as like it was either Elf or Christmas Vacation. I wanted to make sure it made it in. Does, uh, Charlie, does anyone else have any like shocking misses? Santa Claus. Yeah. Santa Claus. Oh, yep. Great movie. Zoe is seven, so she's like the perfect age to just laugh her head off at that, too. I mean, Tim Allen's a little problematic now, but otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas didn't make it. That's great. Yep. I, my, like, my number five, I guess, or my number four, the 2018 version of The Grinch, like Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, is fantastic. Um, I'm bummed that that got left off. Yeah, Justin's a big fan of that one. I I struggle with it, but <laughs> which one? The The Grinch. Oh, no, wait, you know the Grinch? 2018. No, she loves the Jim Carrey one. Oh, that one's good too. <clears throat> I love the cartoon, like the original cartoon. Yeah, the new uh, one is great too. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Christmas Vacation. I was, I was assuming that that would get picked, although I know yeah. Joseph hates it, so I shouldn't have ah. um, Why do you hate it? Because um, it's terrible. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> okay, here, it's like the opposite of what we've been saying about a lot of the other ones. Like, everybody in it is irritating. Yes. It's the most realistic Christmas movie. And Randy Quaid and Chevy Chase are both problematic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A- another one that, and it's, this is also a debatable whether this is actually a Christmas movie or not, but Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I almost put that on there. That was mm-hmm. top. Yeah. I hate when people try to say something isn't a Christmas movie. It can totally be taken as one. I yeah, I mean, there's literally Christmas Town in it. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Pearl Harbor is totally a Christmas movie. I hate when people say it's not. Schindler's List. Yes, the ultimate Christmas movie. I thought uh, this would come up, and so I was looking up like non-traditional ones. And uh, Carol, I don't know if you guys, I know Joseph saw that, but that movie is takes place at Christmas, and I was like, that's like a really good underrated Christmas movie. I want to rewatch it around the around the holiday. Never even heard of that. Don't know. Um, I used to like The Ref with Dennis Leary. Have you guys seen that? What's the f- no. The Ref. It's. I don't know how it would hold up now, but like when I was fifteen, I thought it was great. I don't remember that being. I remember the movie, but I don't remember that being around Christmas. 
Christmas maybe. Do we want to sort these top four? Yes. So I, I think oh, it, Batman Returns. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> oh, God. Or L.A. Confidential. The real classics. Oh, man. Edward Scissorhands. Yep. I think, oh, Little Women was one that I thought of as well. Nice. Um, Trading Places. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Nick, I that should have been on my list. Ah, that's terrible. Too late. Yep, it is too late. <laughs> but see, even that, that's like one that I've never thought of that as a Christmas movie. It just It's just set during the Christmas time. Yeah. At least with Die Hard, he's trying to get home to his estranged wife and kids for Christmas. With Trading Places, that's that's not even really part of the story. Okay, so Esquire.com has a list, the 15 greatest unconventional Christmas movies, okay? Okay. I want to read these, and just real quick, Cisco and Ebert this, you guys give it a thumbs up or thumbs down, okay? Got it. All right, number 15, Eyes Wide Shut. Thumbs up. I, I don't remember anything about that movie, so, I mean, thumbs down, because Stanley Kubrick sucks. <laughs> you love it? Okay. I really do. <laughs> All right, 14, Black Christmas. Never seen it. Never seen it. Okay, 13. Is that a horror movie? It's a horror movie, right? Like No. Oh, I thought that's what it was. It's I don't the know guy what that, that is. Christmas story. Uh, Bob Clark made this cult classic, which essentially jump started the oh yeah, it the slasher genre. Okay. About a group of sorority sisters who are stalked by yeah. a killer during the holidays. Yeah, there was a remake a couple years ago. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, Night Deadly Night. Got Never nothing. seen. It. Never seen it. Bad Santa. Billy oh, Bob Thornton. I don't like that movie. Never seen that one. Trading Places, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. Wonderful. <laughs> Never seen it. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's... Uh... <laughs> well, you suggested watching each other's movies, so... There you go, Joseph. <laughs> I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> I would say it's almost a perfect movie. Um, Ooh, that could be another podcast, Submissions for What Are Perfect Movies. I yes. watch. I watch. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean might be on there. Um, I, I would agree. What more can you want? It's all there. <laughs> exactly. Office Christmas party. That's a movie. <laughs> it's got Jennifer Aniston. Okay, there's Carol. Okay. There we go. Based on the novel The Prince of Salt has Kate Blanchett and yeah. Rooney Mara. Yeah. Uh, the ref. Hey, yeah, yeah. The ref made it. Kevin Spacey, Judy Davis, and Dennis. <laughs> We're hitting all the all the winners. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, Gremlins. There you go. One is called The Night Before. It's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, and Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I always wanted to watch that. Yeah. Like a stoner Christmas movie. And Metropolitan. Not sure what that is. White Reindeer? Nope, never heard of that. 
Die Hard, Batman Returns. Those are 14 and 15. Or actually 2 and 1. Well, all right. Batman Returns. Did any of you guys like it? Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. I mean, I haven't watched it in probably two decades. But yeah. I remember loving it. Okay. I remember liking the first Batman a lot. And then when I saw Batman Returns, for whatever reason, as a kid, I didn't like it. But then I saw it again in college. I was like, okay, I like this. But then I still haven't seen it since. I don't know why I didn't think of this, but we've all seen the Batman movies. Like, none of us saw this, but we could totally do an episode ranking those. Oh, hell yeah. That's true. Just in okay. time for the new one. Um, I, I did <laughs> think fun. of another one that was really, like, not a famous movie, but... Happy Christmas. Has anybody seen that? Has uh-uh. Anna Kendrick. I like Anna Kendrick. Oh, speaking of which, I love that movie. It's like a super indie movie that Joseph would probably hate, but she's in another movie that Jess loves. It's called Noel. Have you guys seen that yet? It's like a newer Christmas movie. That's the one on Disney Plus? Yes. Have not. How is it? I mean, I, I don't like it, <laughs> but a lot of people do, so I think don't listen to me. Hard pass. <laughs> I find her extremely irritating. Anna Kendrick? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why? Like, if you were allowed to punch, like, one girl in your oh, life. Oh, man. And it wasn't your wife, then I would pick her. <laughs> gosh. Not my wife. Your wife. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> you, the listener. <laughs> The royal you. Okay. <laughs> um, there That's was a... Joe's going to punch your wife and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> there's a movie that Ashley and I watched the last couple years on Netflix called Happiest Season. Oh, yeah. It's got Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza and Dan Levy. I like Aubrey Plaza a lot. She's... And, and Dan Mer- that's super likable. Yep. Mary Steenburgen is the mom. There you I go. That had, did that have Adam Scott? I thought that had Adam Scott in it. Mrs. No. Ted Danson. All right. So you mentioned something about a points. Like, like I, I don't Let, know. Let's see if we what can figure it out without that. Because, James, no offense to the holiday, but I think just the fact that most of us haven't seen it in a long time would probably knock it down to number four or at all. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. I think I've just seen like a piece of it. Actually. Yeah. Aaron wanted me to watch it with her one time and I started and I was like, this seems. (laughs) Don't you dare complete that sentence. (laughs) This uh, seems. (laughs) Sorry, Nick. I know not everything can be freaking. What's that video game movie that you like so much? <laughs> Resident Evil. Resident Evil. It can't all be Resident Evil. Too. <laughs> to to be Resident fair, Evil I liked that movie right. because of Mila Jovovich. Leave me alone. You look at pictures of Mila Jovovich. <laughs> Whatever her name is, okay. You can, James, look, you at can look at pictures of Jude Law too. You know. <laughs> Okay, so so do we have a, a three of the four of us saying that the holiday is number four? 
Yeah. Sorry, James. <laughs> I always lose. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your WWE No Mercy wrestling figure that, or character that you created, the human punching bag. Yeah, the man who likes Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Didn't hey. think that today was a good movie. I, I didn't say I liked Welcome to Raccoon City. I just <laughs> like Resident Evil 1. All right. We're agreed it goes... Number four. Holiday, It's a Wonderful Life, Elf, and Home Alone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so... We're going to have to break out the rankings if you're going to convince me that Home Alone's not number one, so... Dude, mm. Elf is better than Home Alone. <laughs> like... We agree on this. This is a fact, right? Like, this doesn't even need debating. See, this no. could be a two two against two situation. Josh is a scientist going like, oh, yeah, um, climate, you know, isn't a problem, and Home Alone is better than Elf, and the coronavirus isn't really a problem. <laughs> I love Elf. It's, it's probably my number two favorite, but nothing beats Kevin. I see. I don't know. I would put "It's a Wonderful Life" at number one. A hundred percent. All right. Well, not a hundred percent. That's at least fifty percent right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a math joke. I must be a little tipsy because that was really funny. <laughs> All right, James. Can you can you tell us how to do this? Uh, I can do it. So the holiday. Gets four points because it's my number one, plus one, plus one, plus one, because it's all of your number four. So that's seven points. Okay. Wait, can we put the holiday like further down on the top 12 even? <laughs> can, we, can we swap it with Christmas vacation? <laughs> Great. Um, it's a wonderful life, Joe. That's your number one on, of these four, right? I would right. also say number one for It's a Wonderful Life. You have It's a Wonderful Life above the holiday. Yeah, I have it at three. So wrong. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, Elf of these four, that would be my number two. That would be my number three. That would be... Two. Ugh. Would that be your two or three, Nick? It's difficult. I would say uh, I'm I'm gonna have to say it's my number two because Finn loves it so much and like I have like solid nostalgia for it so it's my two and Elf is three and Josh Elf is also your two right correct Nick Home Alone is your two no yes yes no Home Alone is my two Elf is my three your bull okay. All right, sorry. All right, math it for us, tax guy. All right. Hold on, Home Alone. I, I just lost my screen. So it is Nick's two. It is Josh's one. Joe. My two. Your two. All right, and me, that would be three. Okay. James, isn't this how you said we should have done the 2020 election? And why Trump should still be in office. I did not. <laughs> I do not want anyone to get the wrong idea. About 
Um, okay, here we go. In fourth place, the best movie of the four of the holiday. In third place, uh, Elf, which had 10 points. And man, yeah, the holiday is just like way out of it. And it's a really close race with the other three. Third place is Elf with 10. Second place, it's It's a Wonderful Life with 11. So Ooh. good. Place is Home Alone with 12 yeah. points. Wow. <laughs> so, Holiday's the fourth day of Christmas. Elf is third. It's a Wonderful Life is second. And Kevin McAllister, Home Alone, and a lovely cheese pizza all for you, listener, is the new one. <laughs> the best. Congrats, guys. We did it! And we finished before 11. (laughs) Excellent. Now we're doing our TV episodes, right? Oh, speaking of which, watch the pilot of The Simpsons. It's a really... Oh, yeah. It's Christmas, and it's super sweet, and I love it. We just watched it the other day. I haven't thought about that in a while. Santa's little helper. I need to go back and watch The Simpsons again. I've fallen off the wagon for several years. It's so good. It's on Disney, if you didn't know. So it's. Oh, really I do know. Although I've heard that like recent years have not been as good. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. I'll watch like the first maybe fifteen seasons. Definitely t- the first ten. Well, aren't they up to like They're almost to, like, thirty 29. seasons now? Yeah. Yep. Jeez. That's a really show to, good show to get high to. You know. <laughs> Okay, good. Good to know. Nora says hi. Hi, Nora. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. All right, well, do we want to do some sort of sign-off? See you guys next Tuesday. for <laughs> uh, counting down with us. Wait. James Put a G in there. <laughs> what? Hello? 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 Bueller? <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. This was the greatest show. Happy holidays, Merry everything. All right. right. (laughs) (laughs) The snappiest sign-off ever. All right. (laughs) See y'all later. (laughs) Well... Time to go slip into my slippers and get in my Tempur-Pedic bed. Remember when we used to walk out from church and we'd say goodbye like four times because none of us knew the right time to say goodbye? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was just church. I think that was just any any time. It's like, Everything. all right, bye. Oh, we're walking exactly. the same direction? Okay, bye. Yes. Sweet moments like right now that you treasure. Yes, exactly. Here's my favorite way to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty then. I guess that's bye. Bye. Thank you.
Challenge. Yeah.